Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How did you end up on American Idol then, if you're supposed to be enrolling in the army? I told her, so interesting. So I said, they may have a military band here in America. Yes, massive, right? So I started singing at high school and stuff, and I sang the national anthem at the games. I was the mascot at my high school. And then the music bug started to creep in on me. I started a choir at all my schools, I always started my own choir. And so I found out about the military band. I was like, oh, I'm going to join the military band. So she, pre- I had to move out pretty much because I'm going to military. I moved in with a guy. That's a whole other story because I need a place to live. And I went to community college. And then I had a voice teacher. I did, I, So I did a lot of stuff. And then I took one voice class and I was doing classical music. And my teacher was like, you were born to sing. <laughs> Why did old white lady tell me that? I said, oh, that's it. She, we set up in that day. We set up a whole plan because I'm a plan guy. We make a plan, we make it happen. Yeah. We set up a whole plan. They had a scholarship only conservatory. I was going to be an opera singer. Boom, done, over, oh. out, done. And then I started. Now I'm the type I like. So remember, I like to sing. So I started going to auditions on Craigslist. Oh, I was going to open mics. Oh, okay. Say. So I started going to the auditions, and Nate Dog, who's a hip hop guy, he had auditions. And they didn't say who it was. They right. said a hip-hop guy is looking for background singers. Um, and it ended up being Nate Dogg. And he was having auditions for background singers for a Christmas project. That ended up being a choir. Mm. And one night I missed the train. So at this point, I was living in Belmont Shore, which is... It would be probably like me living in Essex right. versus yeah. London. And I missed the last train. So I couldn't get home. And it was like maybe two... It was a three-hour train ride each way. Whoa. Like bus and train each way for me to go to the studio. And I was going three, four times a week. So I missed the last train. And he was like, he could just spend the night here. And everybody kind of looked like, you're going to let the little boy with the sugar in his tank spend the night with you by yourself? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I spent the night that night. And we talked about, you know, some of his life challenges and Tupac and Biggie and his songs. And he actually sampled, I auditioned with I Believe in You and Me, which is a song Whitney Houston remade. Mm -hmm. He had sampled it in a track. Oh. And he was like, I ain't telling you good or nothing, but I did that. And so after that moment, I was like, oh, I'm about to do music. I got Nate Dogg with me. He gave me a little money. and he, <laughs> I'm going to sue every week. I'm, I dropped out of college. That's a lie. I started doing online classes so I could still get that financial aid. And then I eventually dropped out. <laughs> I eventually dropped out. And I was just doing music full time. And then he had a stroke. He had his first stroke. It was around Thanksgiving, Christmas time. We like we went on, on break for the holiday. And he kinda 
he got a little better, never came back, got a little better, never came back. And I was lost because I had quit everything to pretty much oh, God. carry this man's bags yeah. and ride with him and like not literally carry his bags, but like he was my ticket. Yeah. And now he down. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? So I ended up I had auditioned for Idol a couple more times, <laughs> maybe a time before that, a time or two before that. And then after that, I was like, I got to get on this show because I got to make it happen because I got I got to get out of here. And that's how I ended up doing it. Wow. And you got really far. Yeah. Top five. <laughs> I did all right. God is kind. It's got us good. Jacob, you have to tell me the story about all I'll say is a brush with the police in order to get through to the last bit of Idol. See, I said I wasn't going to talk about this no more because y'all not going to make me look like I'm no criminal, okay? <laughs> I am not a criminal, all right? I have some unpaid tickets. That's it. And on, in order to be on the show, you can't have any pending litigation. Not a lawsuit, not a seatbelt ticket, not a train ticket, not anything. And I had train tickets from like middle school, high school, failure to appear, all kind of stuff. Now, what's interesting is, this is how busy I was as a young person. For about a year, I was a sheriff's explorer, uh-huh. which means I volunteered at the police station. Yes. And I, ha- and I had a police uniform. I love it. And I had warrants for my arrest. But <laughs> they weren't serious warrants, so they would never, they wouldn't take you to jail. And I talk crazy to the police. I'm that guy. You ain't gonna do nothing. What you gonna do? What? Wow. Arrest me then. Oh, I'm wild. I'm wild. I'm crazy. I probably shouldn't do that anymore because people are literally getting shot by the police. We give God praise. But I was wild with the police, probably because I worked with the Sheriff's Explorers. They had a program when I was younger called Jeopardy. Uh So the LAPD, they taught like karate lessons. I did acting classes literally with the LAPD. Wow. Why are they giving you acting classes in the LAPD? I think it was a program, A, to serve the community, but also bridge the gap between the police and the community. Because in so places now, like Compton, the, the relationship was terrible, right? Exactly. Or in, in Jeopardy was in South LA. Mm-hmm. So in South LA, it's very bad. Mm-hmm. So right. now I know these police officers by name. I'm hanging right. out with their kids. They're taking <laughs> me to acting class. <laughs> I think the police is Barney. <laughs> so I'm I'm talking reckless. Matter of fact, I kicked one of them. We were sparring. I kicked one of them in the butt in karate class. Yeah. So anyway, I had these warrants. So I ended up, I was like, when I went to the show, they were like, you have to clear them. So I went to the courthouse and they were like, this is going to cost about five or $6,000 to get this all cleared up. Now, right now, five or 6000 doesn't seem like that much. But at that age, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Sell my organs, kill my mama. I don't have that kind of money. Mm. Quickly, because I'm the type of person, if if there's a will, there's a way. Mm. I'm going to make it happen. I sat there for about 30 seconds. And oh, that was the thing. I couldn't get a court date. So if you can get a court date and it'll reduce the fines. I see. But the court date... But the court date wouldn't be until January. So I was like, I can't wait till January because Hollywood week is the first week of December and I have to have everything cleared by Thanksgiving. That was the date they gave me. Uh, so Hollywood week on Idol was like the week to get to, right? It was like, we had yeah. judge, we had judges' houses here. That was the big week. Um, okay. So, yes. So unless you got rid of all these fines and warrants for arrest, you couldn't go. I couldn't go to Hollywood. I couldn't go to Hollywood. I couldn't go to the judges' house. Uh-oh. So... I said, okay. So I sat there for a second. I can't wait till January. I said, I got it. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. You said there are warrants. I know how I'm going to see a judge. I got a warrant for my arrest. 
I'm gonna go to jail. Let's go. I, I done finally made it to Hollywood, and I done auditioned for this goddamn show four times. Shit. So that's what I did. I think I just broke a nail. Oh damn, I broke a nail. So that's what I did. <laughs> I went to the same police station I used to volunteer at. How about that? And I was like, yeah, I need to go to jail. Thanks. And I was really happy about it because I had just got my I had got my golden ticket the day before. So I was like, <laughs> let's go. We going to jail. And they're like, what is this? What's wrong with him? Something. And I'm young and I have my hair cut. <laughs> I had on a salmon linen shirt, a tan oh, nice. linen vest. Oh. Some wide leg jeans. Hello. Chambray. Chambray. I was doing okay. good. It's a perfect skin. prison look. Chambray, 2023. <laughs> anyway, they're looking at me like something is wrong with him. So they left me in the lobby for like two hours. Right. So I finally was like, I need to speak to the watch commander because I am trying to do the right thing and turn myself in and I need to go to jail right now. So I called my, now here's what's funny, my phone, my cell phone went dead. Had a prepaid phone at the time. Mm-hmm. So I called my grandmother and I'm like, grandma, I'm about to go to jail. Now my grandma knew something I didn't know because I didn't know. She was like, no, Jacob, just wait. No, phone goes dead. <laughs> phone goes dead. I was like, good, because I didn't want to hear that number anyway. I got to get these tickets taken care of. And so I'm there, and they finally take me. They're like, fine, we'll take you. So the police officer, tall white man, he's really nice. He, what are you doing? What is your problem? Because you don't look like you need to go to jail. So I think he had decided he was going to just take me home. Right. So he takes me to my mother's house. <laughs> Now, my mother, now this is in Compton. My mother leaves her door unlocked for me. Uh-huh. You don't think she leaves her door unlocked. She left her door unlocked so I could leave, so I could get in the house because I don't live there. Right. So I was like, well, here's the real reason. I got, I said, don't tell nobody, but I got to go on this show. And he was like, oh, okay. You don't need to go to jail looking like that. So, yeah, you get it. So he takes me to, to my mom's house. And so I was like, you can just drop my stuff at my mom's house. The door is open. He was like, why is the door open? Is this a setup? What are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not a setup, bro. No, for real. Um, he draws his weapon to go into my mother's house. Cause Wow. And so now the neighbors are freaking out because <laughs> the police done went in her house with the, with the guns drawn and everything. They done called my mama. The police is over here with the weapons drawn. What's going on? And he dropped off my stuff. We got a little food. And then he took me to jail. Wow. But it ended up working out perfectly because I got to, I eventually, clearly I got it cleared up. You got to Hollywood. Because that's my, I'm, I'm the kind of person, you you can't tell me that I can't do something. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
When you were on Idol, did you find that you were struggling with trying to work out who you were? And do you think part of that was your queerness and trying to make that palatable for the bigger world? I didn't have an issue with making it palatable. The show definitely had an issue with making it palatable. I'll talk about it here. I probably never really talked about it openly because it's like this really polarizing thing. Mm -hmm. And I was still trying to figure it out. I knew that I wanted to marry a man and I was going to marry a man, but I didn't, because my world had never been polarized by my sexuality, I didn't understand people's polarization with it. Interesting. I didn't get it. Mm. I'm just a loud, happy boy Mm. down the street. He got a little Mm. sugar in his tank. Mm. Nobody made a big deal out of my existence. So I didn't know that it was an issue. Mm-hmm. Until I saw it in blogs, until producers were saying things about it, until the comments on the line were, they were terrible. Mm-hmm. They were like nasty. Mm-hmm. Even if you go to some of the idol videos now, you can still see some of the comments from people recording from their TV. He's a faggot. He's this. He's this. One what? comment said, he's so soft. His voice is soft. His body is soft. He's just a big old softy. That what? was the hard part. So the conversations weren't even about my voice. And then there was a whole, they created this narrative that I was a diva and I was um, all, and I was like, no, I'm not. What are y'all talking about? Like what? So it, there were all these different narratives that were happening. And then I was the only black person. I think what it is. And as well, cause I asked my, and gay people were being mean to me as well. Can I just be honest? A lot mm. of the comments were coming from gay people. And I was like, what in the hell? Why mm. are they doing this to me? And a friend of mine, she's married or whatever. And she was like, I think it's weird for them to see this guy who's clearly gay, but he's not saying that he's gay. And I'm super religious and I'm presenting in a different way than what they're, I'm wearing a suit and a tie and I'm talking about Jesus and I'm not waving my rainbow flag and I'm not going, I, I don't club, I don't drink. So it's very different than what I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be Adam Lambert with eyeliner on and right. mascara. And even he had a hard time as well, but it was different because it was like, oh, Adam Lambert is clearly this. And I think for me, it wasn't as clear. Yeah. Um, and even now, it's I'm great. Even now, I'm very careful in how I present myself because for me, I feel like there are a lot of queer people, gay people who will never feel, I feel like they can't really come out and be them true selves because, or they don't identify as that sect. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, I don't want to identify. And maybe that's what my struggle was. I don't want to identify as gay because I don't look like that. I look mm-hmm. like this. No, I mean, I get it. You know, it's like we arrive in whatever bit of the LGBTQ plus, whatever tiny little spot on that spectrum you personally live on. And then, you're supposed to know all the rules and you don't. And then people want, uh, if you're in the public eye doing something like Idol, people want you to be something else that you're not. And they want you to pick a side. It's mm. to pick a side. Either you straight or you not. And, th- and then here's a no other component. Idol is a Bible-based middle America type of show. So country singers historically do extremely well on the show. Uh. They do extremely well on the show. Country music is the Bible Belt. So the Midwest, down South, those are the people who watch the show. It's predominantly Caucasian. It's predominantly like all of that. So we went, we did a show in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. We were doing a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And me and the other black girl, she were at the end of the table. She was real light skinned though. She had green eyes and blonde hair. So she didn't look <laughs> as 
black as mm-hmm. I did, but she's still black. Anyway, he comes and he's got Confederate flags everywhere. And they even told us before we went on the tour, they had a conversation with me and said, hey, listen, in a lot of these cities, when, it, when at nighttime, you do not need to go out by yourself. Wow. You really need to not go out at all because these are not places that are okay for people of color. Just telling you straight out. They knew, but in the, the same people who have an issue with people of color are, and I, I, I shouldn't categorize it like that, but they're the same people, at least in America, historically, that have a, that have an issue with the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's just, I'm just be honest. Just yeah. be honest. I'm just saying what it is. People can say I'm lying all they want to, but that's what it mm, is. I think you're onto something there. <laughs> so it, it was that. So, so I, hard. And it was, and that was the struggle. And I didn't know. I didn't know. I was young. I was still figuring it out. I hadn't identified as anything. I mean, it's been 10 years and I still haven't, right? You know? Yeah. However, the thing that's changed is my outward conversation now is different because I understand that I need to do it not for people, but I need to do it because I understand that there are people who look like me. And when I say look like me, I don't mean black. Mm-hmm. There are like we when we did the hairstyles tour, mm-hmm. there was a, a a non-binary person who's now my bestie. And I was like, oh, these young people need to see that there is I look like even though we look completely different baby is white short hair like we look completely different but we actually when I look at that person and they look at me we see each other if that makes Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. and so now it's a spiritual link to being a non-conformist of any way yeah so it's just like oh wow okay now I understand I need to talk about this so that other people can say Fuck what people think I should look like. Fuck whatever constructs I've created in my head that I have to look like. I can be whatever I want to be and I can do and live however I want to live. So now under now I'm like, oh, I have to do this. Because there are people who are still struggling. There are people who are married. To, I know people who are married to women who don't want to be. Like, what are you doing? Are you mm. crazy? Like, why are you mm. doing this? Now, I've never had to do that. I've thought about it, though. Really? And not because nobody made me, because I thought about it. My mom, my mother has never asked me, where is my wife? Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord my mama never asked me that. She ain't never asked me for no kids. She asked me for a house with a closet as big as her living room. That's the only thing she didn't ask me for. But for other people, that's not their story, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. So, Absolutely. And shout out to Ryan and Ari, because they were the probably one of the first people that I had honest conversation with. Ryan asking all the questions. But what kind of questions? Oh, he want to know who I'm dating. He want to know what happened. Great Wind is actually about someone that I dated. Oh, interesting. Who passed away while we were dating. Oh, God. So COVID. No, not. It was right before COVID. It was right before COVID. Oh, whoa. So they're all. So all of our songs have like real life applications for all of us. So we have these really, now this is before we had the songs we were having these conversations. Mm. Ryan was trying to figure it out. I think they (laughs) saw me, like they saw me as this butterfly and they saw the wings poking out of of my cocoon. Yeah. But they were like, we gotta bust this motherfucker out this cocoon, goddammit. And Uh. they could see it, they could see it. And thanks be to God as well, because two things, I was working a full-time job at the time. So mm-hmm. there wasn't any pressure for me to do anything. And I was able to just be and do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And when I would have those moments where I would get scared and go, I've gained, because I had COVID and I gained like 50 pounds. 
And I was like, I don't know if the label's going to, they were like, well, if the, label, if the label doesn't like it, then we're not going to sign with them. Great. You can say whatever you want to say, Jacob. You can wear whatever you want to wear. You can do whatever you want to do. Now, for two cisgendered heterosexual men that Ryan's like striking blonde, blue-eyed, big old buff strapping white boy that gets all the pussy. Excuse my language. All the, He gets all the fucking pussy. I'm like, God damn. What if I wanted some pussy today? Shit. <laughs> Every girl's like, oh, someone talk to Ryan. Get off him. Damn. And then Ari, he's Armenian-American, but he's straight and he has his girl or whatever, his girls. But for them to be so supportive and no, you're going to be yourself. You're going to know. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? So it was almost like I got to almost create this safe world before I came to the world, if that makes sense. Yes. There was this world created where I was whatever I was. You could express yourself. Yeah, and I almost like was forced to. So what are you doing? Because I know you're not over there just watching videos all the time, Jacob. I know you're not. So who are you talking to? What are you? What you got going on? Huh? It's amazing because you sort of end up hearing that there's these. It was these two two straight boys who helped this queer person fly. If that's the right term. That's you know. literally it. And I'll say it. Yeah, to even be able to say, I don't like identifying as gay. Yeah. But I definitely like sucking penis. It's okay for me to say that. Yeah. Like, I don't have to identify it. Like, I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. It's okay. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I literally, I'm going to marry a man. Can I just be honest with you? I thought I was going to come. I told my grandma when I first came to the UK in October in 2021, I had never been in, I had never been to Europe, never been to the UK. Yeah. I told my grandma, I said, grandma, I'm not coming back. Really? She was like, why would you say that? And in my head, I said, I'm going to the UK. I'm going to find me a husband. And I am not coming back. <laughs> that has not happened, unfortunately. But Well, I, but hang on. It might happen yet. You'll be back, won't you? I'll be back in like three weeks. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> but yeah, so it's... And I hope I haven't taken up too much time or over-talked. But I, th- I think Good. it's so important for people to let... I think we carry so much other bullshit. Like, we create these stories of what things have to be and what they are. And they just aren't real. Mm. They just aren't real. Nobody really cares that much. They really don't. It's such an important lesson. And you're living it and you're showing it. And it's just amazing. It's so incredible what you're doing. And it's really funny. You were talking about your dad earlier and talking about grief and loss and things. And my dad died five years ago. And Mm. the times when I miss him the most is around music because my dad, like he was, surprise, surprise, a white boy from like Birmingham in England, but he brought us up on like Will Downing, Al Jarreau, like that was all the music that he loved. And that's all that we used to listen to in the house. And the times I miss him most is when I hear someone singing and I want him to hear it because I know how much he would have loved it. Uh, and I had that with your voice when I first heard it. Oh, uh, thank like, my, you. My dad would have loved this. And then when the album came out, it's just it's so the sort of thing he would have loved. So it's, it's oh, so amazing you. to see that it's coming from a place of like freedom and inspiration and truth. And finally, you know, finding your voice is wonderful. All of our songs, literally all of them, and it has to go through a filter of three different people. And we're, we all hold each other to a really high standard. Mm. So it's not just them holding me to a standard. It's me holding them to a standard. It's as the lyrics up to standard. Is that real? Oh, that's mm. not real. Then we need to get rid of that. Is that really how that feels? No, then no. Then we don't need to. 
I just want to say one other thing, which is it's so interesting you say that and that relationship with Ari and Ryan because Sam Smith spoke about this exact thing, saying that Sam was trying to find their route and what do we do and all the rest of it. And it wasn't until they started actually going through their text messages with people, with their writers, this is years ago now, that they found the truth about what they are and that total surrender. It has been, and and often for me, I think it took me hitting a really low place. And my hope is that anyone who's listening, you don't have to hit a low place to get to that place. Mm. I, I hope it doesn't take that for you to get there. I think sometimes we just have to, and it's easier said than done, but make a decision Mm. and just re-examine, do I really want to do this? And not even just in our sexuality and who we are, but who we're hanging out with, where we're going. Do I really want to go there? Mm. Mm. But also, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to stop rambling because I know I've been talking a lot. (laughs) I really think that the world is moving, and I think we actually are becoming a better place, even though it doesn't feel like that right now. And I just think if everybody would be an Ari and Ryan to somebody else. Wow and be an Ari and Ryan to themselves as well, it would literally, it would change the world. I was, so I'll tell the story, I'm, I'm gonna leave you alone. So ta- Taboo, I'm telling you about the song Taboo. Yeah. I, I met a hip hop person at a grocery store, famous, and we started, cause I live in downtown LA, which a lot of like secret celebrities live in downtown. Like mm-hmm. The Ritz Carlton's here. There's a whole lot of little places. And so we started talking and I was like, oh, they're just being nice. They from down south. They're just being nice. Because like Ryan, Ryan's right. really nice. Yeah. Ryan is not gay. He don't want it. He's just being nice. <laughs> so that's what I thought. I was like, oh, this person's just being nice. I was wrong. And so we started talking and it was very exhilarating because it was this like secret thing or whatever. And it was, but it wasn't good for me because Mm -hmm. there was a lot of anti-gay stuff going on and I was hiding and I was like getting flown out here and I was getting a car sent for me and waiting in the car and it was just like not. And I had my friend tell me, Jacob, Ryan, and Art, you need to leave that alone. That's not good for you. That's not healthy. That's not this. That's not that. You deserve to be this. You deserve to be that. What are you doing? That's not, I know it's exciting because it looks like that. Actually, so to have that in my life has changed me completely. Wow. It's wow. changed me. And I just think if everyone could just, if we could be that for other people and for ourselves, mm. but if you can't be it for yourself, be it for somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll leave you alone. Have a good day. I know you're busy. Jacob, you have been absolutely amazing. Thank you okay. so much. This has just been wonderful. Beautiful stuff. Lovely. Thanks for chatting, Jacob. Get in touch, people. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com, at homosapiens on Instagram, Facebook at homosapienspodcast, comments, agony uncles, the whole lot. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com. We are going to play you out with Glory, another one from their brilliant new album, Angels and Queens. I love this song. Here you go. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Powered by Spirit Studios.